Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Art to Know Better podcast. I'm Carl. I'm joined by Gilly. How's it going, Gilly? Uh, not so bad. Uh, this this is a, a bit of a surprise for me. So um, uh, I was at work and Adam's unwell, so I'm covering in. And um, Stats is actually at the uh, uh, Bradford City game with the ladies tonight, so um, uh, also unavailable. And yeah. Jay, Carl, is... Jay, the twat, is meant to be here. So um, <laughs> we're just going to carry on without him. Because why the hell not? So what we're going to cover tonight, we're going to cover uh, predictions from last week. We're going to cover the game. Might throw in one or two other things as well. I think we got to pull out on time for a few votes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we, we'll do the build up to the next game, Watford game and uh, predictions again. Do you want to hit it there, Gilly? And I was really hoping Jay was going to be there and I could have gone and just like magic, we found you. But no, no, he's fucking nope, let me down. still not. Still not here, right, <laughs> even though he said he was on the way. Right, okay, fair enough. So, Gilly, look, we'll get uh, we'll get straight into it, man, because uh, I know you want to have a bit of a say about the, the game at the weekend. Um, so, if you want to just get straight into how we got on in the predictions, I hear there was a few shakers and movers, man. Uh, there was. So, um, <clears throat> each week we have a fan's view. Uh, so this week it was we all hate Jay. Um, that's not just digging at Jay. We do, but that's that's <laughs> somebody else's name as well. Um, who went two one West Ham? Five points for the fans. Uh, we also had Adam who went two one West Ham. Five points for Adam. Uh, Bren went two nil West Ham. Got a point. Uh, I went draw. Jay went two nil Leeds. Jay's been the upbeat one for the last week and a half, and it's 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 really it's leaving me cold. I can't. I can't fathom Jay being the positive one of the group. It's just not working for me. Carl, you're a pussy. You don't go with a prediction. So uh, you got 1-1 one, one draw by virtue of it being the most populous vote. Um, okay. Luke went 1-1. One, one, Render went 1-1. One, one. 
Uh, so Johnson went 1-1 for the same reason you did. Uh, stats did actually go 1-1. Uh, Rex went 2-0 West, West Ham, so he got one point. Uh, Becky went 2-1 Leeds, uh, got nothing. Smarty went 2-2 draw, got nothing. Right. Um, so um, that gives us a table, unfortunately, uh, where myself down, so Gilly, J, Carl, Luke, Render, Sideo, Smarty, Stats and Becky have nil point. <laughs> And uh, uh, in the order of smallest to largest, Brent has one point. Rex has three points. The fans, by virtue of getting one score correct, have five points. And Adam is clear on eight points. This is a man that wants a winger that scored one goal and got one assist each year for five years to play up front, winning the prediction league. That's how bad it's going this season. <laughs> this is just yeah. not right. That's, it, that's that's what's going on. It really is horrific. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Jay. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I'm having some, uh, speaking of Adam, I'm having some Adam-style technical difficulties with my laptop charger not working, but, you know, I'm here with screen <laughs> brightness turned right down so I can barely see any of you guys, which is probably a blessing. Oh, great. So we're not going to have any, like, metal straws or anything like that tonight, no, right? Oh, there's none of that, mate. I might just disappear right. halfway through when battery dies. Ah, uh, fair enough. Nice one, nice one. Well, nice we'll, get on. we'll, we'll get on to the West Ham game and we'll uh, we'll have a chat about it, even though myself, well, I felt like I was on my own on B and C. I'm not surprised. Adam's camera failed to operate correctly and uh, the sky looked really nice from outside the pool. <laughs> outside. Um, he, did, he did a Sam on us. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know what he did, but he didn't fucking turn up really. Like, but um, <laughs> we yelled it together, didn't you, Carl? Well, look, we we got through it anyway in the end, and it wasn't too bad. Like, so you know, I can't. He's a professional. Would be sick, like you know. But yeah, he would need to get a fucking A game on next time. Um, <laughs> Gilly, we're going to go. I'm going to go to you first in relation to the uh, West Ham game. Do you want to give us your your thoughts on that and uh, see what they think? Any comments? Yeah, give us your thoughts. <laughs> it it was it was the proverbial game of two halves, wasn't it? Um, we were on top in the first half. I thought that we were a better side. Um, we we didn't punish them. You know, it felt on reflection. I mean, the game itself didn't feel that way, but on reflection, it was it was uh, kind of akin to Everton and Newcastle, where we've been on top, uh, probably on balance, the better side in the game. Um, obviously, we we we. With the previous games, we came away with something, whereas uh, uh, against against West Ham, we didn't manage that. But for me, I, I did feel that we were better than the, the the better team in in the game. Um, probably for about an hour of it, mm. uh, they were on top for for, for stretches. But I, I think the frustration for me, and I, and I hate that it comes back to this again, uh, and it's the inconsistencies in officiating. Um, I think if you're a striker that leads with your elbow and you you smash a keeper and then you score the winner in the 90th minute, you can count yourself very, very lucky. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I thought it was really lucky to stay on. Uh, however, I think there are, out in, in, on balance, I think there's more positive to take out of that game than any of the others. Now, we picked up some points and some draws at other games, but actually... West Ham are a good side. They're a strong side. They're, a, they're all giants. Uh, what we had was we had um, uh, Cresswell making his league debut, um, who played really well. Uh, and we had a side that, that looked dangerous. I mean, I'm not going to knock the player that came on 
But for me, the turning point was Rafinha going off. Um, and I think when, when you know you look at the the way that we played against that side, and you look at the players that we had out, and if, when, whatever that might be, uh, we get the right players back that are already in our squad, you know, we'll go on and we'll smash sides like Norwich and Watford, which, yeah. you know, <laughs> I have said that we're going to smash him. And it depends who's available to play, doesn't it? He's done it now. He's done it now. You, you, well, I, you know, I'm going to go big when it comes to predictions, but um, <laughs> I, I think it, it's, it's one of those where if you would have put Watford in front of us instead of West Ham, we would have won that game by a handsome margin. Oh, yeah. um, you know, Antonio is a strong player. He's he's, he's uh, a good finisher. Um, you know, they've got uh, Suchek and, and Kufal. That they, they are strong players. Rice is a, a good player. Um, he, he he changed my impression of him over the summer and, and towards the end of last season. And I think he's a good player. Um, so you know that they have got a strong side, and they are in Europe. You know, and and they were up there last season. I expect they'll be there or thereabouts this season. Uh, and to go toe-to-toe with them, and, and I feel to be the better side uh, mm-hmm. for uh, for the majority of the game, you know, with the side that we put out, I think that's that's pretty good going. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree, considering we haven't had uh, the same backline for the last eight games. Uh, we've had eight different backlines for the eight games we've played this year. Uh, so to say that we've come away with... Uh, you know, a, a good performance and a solid performance from Cresswell. Let's give him credit where it's due for a debut in a game like that and trying to manage a, a player like Antonio. I, I think he had an absolutely stellar performance and I think he should be very proud of that and he will be pushing for, I think, more appearances with performances like that. He'll definitely get played in the Cups and I think that's where he's going to have to shine on it. I, I think he will. But going back to the, the game, Jay, um, over the last couple of games... I, I feel that our finishing has kind of let us down a bit. Do you think it's something that we need to work on seriously? Uh, well, <clears throat> we've not scored many, have we, this season so far? So mm-hmm. it'd be hard to argue against that. I think, you know, it's it's easy to criticise certain players and say, oh, he's not been very good or he's not been very good, but nobody has, have they? You know, nobody's mm-hmm. been very good. So... It's hard to sort of single out, say, Bamford or Rodrigo or even Tyler Roberts. You know, it's hard to single any of them out and say they should have done better. I mean, everybody should have done better up to this point. Um, But the game itself, I mean, I I can't really sort of disagree with anything Gilly said. And you know me, I'm I'm Mr. Positive on the pod, me, you know. But honestly, I mean, I genuinely feel better after that game, even though we lost, because... We showed flashes of our old selves in the Newcastle game. And mm. then, as you say, finishing, I think that probably did cost us that game. Um, and then we saw, we had that battle through the Fulham game, but we won. And I think that did mm. the players a world of good. And then we went and we were the better team for the majority of the game against a decent top yeah. sort of six to eight Premier League team there. And... You know, I can't be upset about that. I'm gutted we didn't win, but honestly, I, I had a feeling we were going to win that game. And when that first goal went in, I went nuts. You know, I just yeah. thought it's, it's, it's happening. I've been positive all week and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I got, shit off, on, got shit on as usual. All yeah, part of being a Leeds fan. But, well, uh, this is it as well. But like, like you were saying, Jay, I think our, our build-up play has been quite good in, in spells, but it was yeah. more consistent when we were 
attacking against uh, West Ham and, and yeah. for parts of the Newcastle game, like you were saying, we, you could see we were getting there. Yeah. But Gilly, do you, do, do you think taking off both Harris or what? Do you, he took off Raf and put on Tyler. And he, did he take off Harrison James. and put no, on James? James, James. James. Oh, excuse James. me, yeah. Harrison. Yeah. Would it not have been, in your opinion, more logical to do it the other way around, to take Raph off, put James on, and, and if you're going to bring Roberts on, at least push him into the kind of 10 role where he's been kind of utilised at the moment? But Jim, James started. Um, so if Sorry. you were bringing anybody on for Raph, it would have been um, Jackie. But, but that, yeah. that happened at halftime, I think, and Rafinha was into the second half, so that change had already been made. Mm-hmm. Um, from the start, they targeted Rafinha. They absolutely cleaned him out. Oh, God, um, yeah. uh, Antonio put his shoulder in his face. Um, they, they Genuinely, they, they did a number on him. Uh, yeah. And you could see that right from the outset, they were just trying to rough him up. Um, he'd, he'd come into the game, I think, nursing an injury. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that he's well, but I'm hoping it wasn't a tactical thing and it was to either protect him or because he'd had, he'd had a knock and couldn't continue or whatever. But, you look at Rafinha and the, the kind of man he is, the kind of player he is, he's not coming off. If if, if he's got a bit of a knock, he's playing through that, absolutely fighting yeah. through that. So um, sometimes that might have to be tempered. Um, he didn't necessarily look as though, um, you know, I, I don't think he, he he was destroyed as a player or anything like that. He, he, um, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping he's available for the next game because for me, that we go on and win that game if he's on the pitch. Yeah, I think so as well. Like I'd, I'd like to think that we can take where we the way we played in, against West Ham and and build on that again, rather than kind of <laughs> get away. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just to kind of build on that and and end before the international break on a positive note and a win like which I I'd like to think we could get against Watford. You know, they're they're no great shapes themselves, but. It's just the way that the way it's been going at the moment, you just don't know really, do you? Well, um, they, they have more than twice our points. Well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> we're on three, they're on seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, look, fuck it, you know, a win and we're equally, e- equally. You know, if you look at where we've gone, I mean, Fulham aside, because it was a, a, a quite a quite a team side. Um, as Jade said, as you echoed, Carl, we, 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 we grew in the Newcastle game. We could see in flashes that we were playing well in the West Ham game. We did it for an extended period. It feels like that's now building. And I get where you're coming from, Jay, when you say you're feeling better after that game because it does feel like uh, the wheels, if the wheels came off, the back on, we're rolling, we're, we're on our way and yeah. we're getting that, that, um, that, that momentum. Even though we didn't get even though we didn't pick up a point, we're getting the momentum by the capability level that we showed. Because that's yeah. for me that that that's that's what the real issues were when you were sitting there going, "This isn't the leads we used to watching. This this isn't this doesn't feel like Bielsa's leads," and and it did. And that's that's yeah. you know that that's the big takeaway from that for me. So yeah, all right, I'm being a bit pessimistic saying that Watford have got a lot more points than we have. Canel with five six games in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's like it's. It's. I don't think there's anything to be alarmed about. I saw a few tweets asked saying for Bielsa's head and you know this and that. And you're like, Jesus. We've got to be throwaway shitty accounts with people trolling. They've oh, just got to be. I'll tell you what. I'll mean. tell you, you what. I mean, right. it's um, no Leeds fan can think like that. I'm sorry. Some of the um, 
like the games before, we didn't look like we had anything about us, but the last couple we did. And that's the difference, and it makes me feel better. But on the subject of other fans, um, and we'll get to the, the poll result in a bit, um, but I saw some Derby and Forest fans sort of joining forces to <laughs> try and take the piss out of us and say, we're getting relegated today. And I'm wow. sorry, but did, if you're Hang on a minute. Did they both win the World Cup like 15 months ago well, or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now they're going to win the relegation trophy. <laughs> yeah, that's might it. Even yeah. win the fraudulent bastards going bus trophy if they're lucky. Um, I, I'm, I'm just going to go really picky. <laughs> I'm just going to go really picky, Jay, uh, because on. you said that no player has played well enough. Uh, that for me, oh, there is yeah. one exception to that. That's Melier. All right, okay. No, no Melier. Right. He's faced I'll more shots than, than anybody else in the league, um, and. Yo, he, 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 again, he were clattered more than once, yeah, and, no, and in a big that. way. Um, Straight and, elbows and, at uh, you know, as well. Absolutely, you know, for a young man to come through that sort of treatment, I think he's done really well. Because you'd feel oh, yeah. a bit like out there after being clocked in chops like that yeah. with an elbow, wouldn't you? You'd be like, you know, your head would yeah. be all over for a bit. I mean, look yeah. at Anthony Joshua; he got a whack. <laughs> but um, you know. Well, anyway. uh, I think you're right there. I think KP's been all right, to be fair, but he wasn't great against West Ham. And it was him, wasn't it, that put them through one-on-one? And it was it was that got us out yeah. of the shit with an amazing it was. save. So, I mean, yeah, he, he, didn't, he, he didn't play the ball, did he? He missed. He, he kind of missed, either missed the ball or miscontrolled it. I think he might have got a tiny touch on it, but but yeah, he ran through him and, and they were mm. in on goal. And, and yeah, Melier saved us. He didn't play particularly well against Fulham, but he was in the back line rather than in midfield. So you yeah, kind of... Yeah. You know, he's not yeah, going to be able to impress himself on the game as much. But, uh, yeah, I, I, for me, if, if if you were going to do a poll for the player of the season so far, I think Melier take it by about 90%. Oh, yeah. Creswell impressed me, though. Creswell, I would yeah. say, is in the mix now with the other centre-backs. I think I'd say yeah. he's got as good a chance of being picked as anybody. Yeah, I think uh, he's he's done himself no harm these last two he's, games that he's played. Like He's, he's not going to be first choice, but he is... Reliable and somebody we can lean on now. But look yeah. at look at he's he's come up against two good you know uh, attacking players in you know I I know Knockhart like but he's playing for Fulham or whatever but he's still an aggressive attacking player and he's come up against two of them in Antonio and him in the last two games he's played and he's come out quite well in in both them games like Antonio's yeah. next level up from Knockhart like but he's done he's himself. a unit Antonio yeah yeah he's yeah he's done himself you know he's done himself well there so I I think. Fair play to him. I think it will definitely have a good, 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 good centre back there in our hands. Anyway, I think so. Um, look, we'll uh, we'll move on from there now, lads. Uh, Jay, I'm going to go to you for the poll results if you don't mind. Um, I decided that, seeing as you didn't turn up on time, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm so... the only one that actually posted a poll and got us out of the shit. <laughs> well, yeah, there All is right, that. Too, like, yeah, Loving yeah, yeah. There you go. Go for it, there, man. Right, well, so, what, what's the crack um... with the poll? <laughs> Well, because we're all rubbish and we've all been busy today um, and our social media manager, Smarty, is like indisposed, um, we didn't put a poll up until last minute, so we had a flash poll. Um, still got a fair few votes, so cheers for that, everybody. Um, options that I stuck up there were senior players, places at risk with the emergence of some of the younger players, um, KP to scum, which has come out in the news and the rumours today or yesterday, uh, Rodrigo or Pat up front, or South Stand or the Cop for the better atmosphere. Uh, the winner with 30% there is quite a close one in the end um, between this one and 
second place was KP to scum. So oh. what saying about that, boys? Because um, I've seen some Man U fans getting very excited today on Twitter because he's just what they need and he'll jump at a move to them, apparently, whereas we all know otherwise. Gilly, do you want to take that first, man? Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, no, but okay. <laughs> um, do, do, do you need I to think... simmer a bit, Cal? <laughs> I, I think I for me, <laughs> yeah. We're in, we're in that position where I think that, that, that last season, I think they chased Rice um, and, and that proved uh, to be a, a signing that they couldn't make, uh, which is great. Um, I, I, I like that. And I'll like it even more if Calvin doesn't go. Um, I, I think for me, you can see that he's such a massive player for us. He's destined for greatness wherever he goes. I think yes. he really is. Um, now, early on in his career, actually, I, I said that I didn't, and I think a lot of us did, so I'll defend myself before I say this. Yeah. Early on in his career, I, I said that uh, he's Premier League level, but he's mid-Premier mid League level, and you know he'll, score, he'll always score goals and, and he'll be all right, but he's not fast enough to be an attacking midfielder. It was my take on it. Well, he's not an attacking midfielder anymore, and he reads the game so well he doesn't need uh, any blistering pace, which means, actually... He'll play to quite late in his career because he reads the game well. If you look at the actual Perlo, he wasn't quick. Uh, he might have been quick over three yards, which is fine. As, as soon as you've turned somebody and you're away from them, then you play the ball, and that's all he needs to do. Um, so there's going to be uh, an extended period of the game where he's at his, his true top level. Um, if he needs to leave, leave Leeds, if if that's how he sees uh, him really achieving what he needs to achieve in the game, um, so be it. But not to them, fuckers. Just not to them. And do you know what? I genuinely, I don't feel that he will on the basis that he's seen what happened to Smith. Yeah. And it looked now, like Smith he... should have been in a position where he was uh, revered for his career. And had he gone to Arsenal, had he gone to Birmingham, we were in for him, had he gone to Newcastle, he would have always been welcomed back at Leeds and he would yeah. have been, he'd have had his name chanted every time he was in the stadium and he pissed all over that. Um, yeah. And I know that some people don't see eye to eye with me saying he, he pissed all over that, uh, but I still feel strongly that he did. And yeah. for that reason, I don't feel that Calvin will do the same on the basis that, even though I hate them as well, uh, Chelsea can offer more money. City can offer more money, and they can also offer a better guarantee. There's no absolutes in this game, but a better guarantee of silverware because they've got the better recent history of winning silverware over the scum. So you can go um, win things at City and Chelsea. Um, This is assuming it doesn't go abroad. You can go um, earn more money. Um, and you can go and uh, really be integral to something that's going on there, and and, and or uh, and, and actually, I don't like Tuchel because he's at Chelsea, uh, but he's a quality gaffer because you can see the impact he's had on them since Lampard left. Same uh, players, I mean, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like you're fucking. Yeah, I mean, look, look, Lukaku is massive for them. But yeah. you could see the impact he had last season before they signed him. Uh, yeah. You know, they, they were all of a sudden they were solid defensively. They were hard to beat. They were getting the victories. Um, well, they won the Champions League. Know, 
Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so Lampard's a PE teacher, but so is Solskjaer. Why would he go for less money, unlikely to win things, and be managed by a PE teacher? I c- honestly, it, it, it kind of it, it flummoxed me. And, and if there's any kind of chance that he possibly could go there, I think the bigger boys that are bigger than the scum now will come calling. I don't think he'll go to scum. Uh, my opinion on it, Gilly, is pretty much the same as yours, but I would go as far as to say that Calv won't go there um, because he's part of the team that got Leeds United back into the Premier League. He's part of that history. And like you said, he's not going to want to piss all over that. And I don't I don't think any any amount of wages would sway that for him, I don't think. I think he would. I, I like I... I wouldn't like him to go to to Chelsea. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't like him to go there at all. But he's not going to take a step down after being managed by Marcelo Bielsa. That's a step down there. Well, you in, have to. In, <laughs> you have no choice but to have a step down after Bielsa. What I mean is, what I mean is, like Pep, Tuchel, they're they're you know Klopp, they're you know they are elite managers. Yeah. yeah, they're elite managers, and and to to leave Leeds to go to that lot, and and be coached by someone who is completely out of his depth in that job, completely out of his depth, uh, it would just be a side, a backward step from his progression would yeah. absolutely hit the wall in my opinion, and and I think it'd be the worst move for him on the planet. I'd love to see him replace Fernandinho if he if he did leave. I'm not saying I'd love to see him leave. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but if he, if he did leave, no, you've got to you've got to do your defending before you make a statement. I'm, I'm just yeah. showing you how to do that before I say this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I say That's this, a, don't get my do the groundwork first. Come on. Yeah, um, I fucked it now anyway. But like, <laughs> all right, Carl. I'll just tease out that little bit that said I'd love to see him at City. <laughs> No, you know what I mean. <laughs> he, he is the perfect replacement in that team for for Fernandinho, and that would be the best move if he if he did to ever go. It would have to be City for me because I'd like I'd like to see him carry on playing in white. Yeah, so would I. Don't you know, Real are a massive club still. Oh, you're so. talking about them. Should they? No, I'm talking about. You know, I, I I would like um, him to go abroad. If he's not going to play for us, so, oh right, okay. You know, I'd hate to see Leeds having to line up against him in the Premier League. That would be oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I, 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 I would like. You know, we took our kit. Um, we, we, we tried to emulate Real Madrid, and that's 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 why we're playing white. We all know that, and yeah. and so for him to go over there, you know. I wouldn't like, you know, none of us want to see him go because he's, he's so brilliant. The thing that really got me, though, is that the papers, are, and the papers talk a lot of shit, are saying 60 million. Oh, no. 60 million oh, in today's market is no, not even, you know, it's, it's probably half. If you're not seeing three figures, Rad's ain't going to give you the time of day. I'm sorry, he's oh. worth three figures. Yeah, you know, right. Um, Rice was, was um, I think they were looking for between 90 and 100 million for it. Yeah. I could um, potentially I, see eighty million getting him. To be honest, I know he, like to us he's worth. I don't more, think so. I think I, don't, I genuinely do. I really do. I, I think the club would consider it. I no. don't think he would. I, I think the club would. Yeah, I don't think they would because quite simply because they've got the backing of the 49ers as well. They don't need mm, eighty million. 
That's a good if they point. got offered 110 million, yeah, that's a good fair point. enough. But they don't. So what are you mean, saying? We can they, leave it, got, people. Yeah, well, yeah. For, for the first time Let's in a, in, in a way, does it, two decades, man, we absolutely. can absolutely have someone's pants down. Apart from Jack Clark, obviously, we had Spurs <laughs> pants down with that one a long time before we hit the Premier League. But um, I, no, I, 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 I'll, I'll be fair there. I think Spurs have had their pants down quite a bit when buying players. Um, mm. What they don't do is they do not get bullied into selling players. They always buy um, them. Yeah. They don't yeah. even let yeah. players bully Remember them when they sold Modric and then they bought all that tripe? <laughs> do you remember? One of the best midfielders in the world at the point yeah, at which yeah. they sold him. Yeah. And they bought yeah. crap. Is, is, he, is he the one that's not Messi and Ronaldo that won the Ballon d'Or? Yeah. Is, it, is he, he the one, the, the odd one out? He might have. Yeah. Um, really, I think that won that two seasons after leaving Spurs. But my yeah. memory is terrible. It, it, was, so. uh, it was when uh, Croatia finished second at the World Cup. They won it that year as well, didn't they? That was the year Did they it? won it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, long story short, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if somebody's going to throw a shitload of money at Leeds, um, you know, money talks. It's a money game. It's a business. Um, yes. if, if you're going to pay a stupid amount of money uh, for, for, for the player, then, yeah, you know, if you get if you get to the right amount, Every player's got a price. We can't get away from that. That that's that's true. Um, but uh, it would have to be a silly amount of money. And I think you you've got to see three figures of of, of um, millions to, to to really to turn heads there because he's going to be so difficult to replace. Yeah, he really is. That's that's the problem, isn't it? It's like no matter how much yeah. money you get, like if we haven't progressed enough, we're not going to get a similar caliber player to replace him. We're going to have to get somebody and try and mold them and. And let's them. be fair, if we're progressing enough, then, then we, should, we ought to be go. competing with them. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah. I, I was speaking to a guy who stands next to me at the game uh, on Saturday, and I was, I, we are actually talking about Phillips and just sort of saying, you know, if Leeds don't progress in the next season or two, we both sort of said we could see him going somewhere because he's too good to be held back for too long. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think he'll give us extra time as opposed to somebody who doesn't have the club in his heart like he does, but... I think there will come a point if we don't move forward that he will have to go because he'll outgrow us. He's, you know, yeah. we have to move with him or he's going to move without us. And it's, it's that simple with a player of that calibre. Yeah, I we said the same when we were in the championship, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. And I we wouldn't all, begrudge we him all knew if that. we don't progress. Yeah. I wouldn't begrudge him because he's given us everything. He stayed yeah. longer than he had to. He could have gone to Villa, easy money, big wage, into the Premiership. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He stayed. And yeah. You know, I wouldn't but that's the thing. It went. It, it's going to be quite similar to the way it played out with Grealish. I think we'll get another yeah. season out of him next year. I think so. And I think if we don't move forward from there next year in the Premier League, then I think the following summer he may go. We've got to yeah, be I looking think, at I think getting into like, Europe after next season. And at that point, it'd be what, 27? Yeah. No, 27. So, you know, that's, that's 24 now. I, I, think, I think he's 25 now, isn't he? Was he I think so. Um, right. so. So, you know, two years' time, that's when he should be hitting that's the top of his game. That's when big deal and yeah. you're playing yeah. for a club that's in the Champions League and could win something. That's what you want yeah. at that age because you want to play through to 31, 32, don't you, for a big club at that point who's in top competition. Genuinely, genuinely I can see him going to mid-30s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You look yeah. at Fernandinho and his capability, I, I, I yeah. can see him going to that, to that, that age. Like I say, he, he's not... He's not got to where he is because he's got blistering pace. So he'll never have to 
deal with the loss of that blistering pace, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. You look at look it's at the not an element of his game. It's not. It's exactly. not important how he plays. It yeah. can stop him doing what he does as he ages. Yeah, exactly. You, you look at the difference between Michael Owen's career after an injury and Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> you might as well not bothered, Michael yeah. Owen. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, M- Michael Owen had a bad injury, but he was so reliant on his pace and that had gone that mm. he signed for the scum and did for Carl. Um, mm. But you look at Sheringham and he went to 41, I think he might have been, which for an outfield player at that point is just unheard of. That's incredible. Yeah. Like. That's incredible. Yeah. Like. Uh, but, uh, but it's because he had it up yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That's it. He was never quick. So it was never part of yeah. his game. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Cal was going to do exactly that. Like we were saying, the Perlow example earlier on as well, like Gilly said. It's like, you don't have to be blistering pace to, to outsmart people in the middle of the park if you've got the touch. Like, so it's, it's that's it. no brainer that he's going to go ahead and do something massive as well. Like, but hopefully it's with And this. I mean, on the plus side, obviously, we didn't spend loads this summer which is obviously because we're hoping to sort of push on and sort of sign Haaland next summer, you know. He'll be pinging balls over top to him. Yeah, yeah 75 million. Tell you Fuck what. Yeah. I'm worth it. I'd, like. I'd, I'd, There's I'd, no I'd, chance he goes for that. I know that's his release, but can you imagine how many clubs are going to trigger that? <laughs> yeah, but they don't have to yeah, pay like, more. That's it. It has to be accepted. That. That's the idea behind it. Like, if it's it's, it's going to be him cashing in big time. It depends on where he wants to go. Yeah, he's, he's a trigger oh. to leave. Yeah, uh, but but his club can still accept a higher bid. Yeah, and then make, yeah, but they can't. Preference. But they can't stop him going somewhere that offers seventy-five no? million. They have to. And he wants no. to go there, like so. It's, There's no you know, point getting into a bidding war. Seventy-five million. The, the bidding we're, we're, we're silent, Haaland. Yeah, that's it. The, the bidding war will be his contract and his signing on fee. That will be the bidding war because his fee. Well, is that's half where of what it that's be. where we'd fall down. You look at what PSG can achieve. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're never that. getting near that. They can't even beat Lille or whoever it was. <laughs> want well, to go we, we genuinely, we, we have got billionaires in our boardroom and still wouldn't be able to achieve the money that they can. No. But he loves Leeds. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. In the it's happening. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 we were told not to say anything about that, Carl. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was common knowledge anyway, no? Well, it is uh, now. I, I will say it's, it's nearly half time, and PSG are still one nil up against Man City. All right, okay. Who got the goal for PSG? If you don't mind, uh, I'm not sure because I've got all of the calls in front of me. If you uh, hold the line caller, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's not telling me. It's not telling. I don't know. Is the short answer? It's probably not messy. Um, so anyway, oh, um, it was guy, guy, gay, guy, guy, G-U-E-Y-E. Oh, gay. It was a gay guy. <laughs> well, the French, they're they're all a bit like that anyway. That's it. They're all a bit avant garde. Oh yeah, let's carry on. <laughs> uh, having said that, what I've also just noticed is that Club Bruges are beating RB Leipzig at RB Leipzig. Jesus, that's going to go down well. That's going to be big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway. Let's move this. Uh, uh, hang on. No, uh, sorry. Before we, I, I've got, I've got to say this one. So, um, okay. AC are beating Atletico. Dortmund yeah, are beating Sporting. That. Unfortunately, Liverpool are winning at Porto. But Real Madrid, at home, are being beaten one 0 at half time by Sheriff Tiraspol. No. Holy shit! Wow. They've had seventy-two percent possession. 
13 shots to two. I'll tell you what, the, the, other side, the other side have had one shot on target and scored it. I'll tell you what, Gilly, I'll go up pronouncing the goal think. scorer's name. That's all right. Yeah, let's have a look. Yaksh <laughs> Boiv. I think that's probably a good shout. Yeah, I think that's pretty close. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so we'll move this along anyway. We're, uh, next topic of the night is uh, everyone's favourite topic, which is fairly obvious at this stage. It's uh, the hot topic. Jay, I'm going to go to you first, man. Wait, hang on, where's we, all we, those we've little got nice voice things, Gilly? Oh, uh, yeah, hang on. I completely forgot about them, you know. We, we, I didn't want to The hawk topic. He's He's been drafted in at the last minute. I didn't want to be <laughs> he has, he has. And it's a good job he has, Carl, because you and me wouldn't have done it. <laughs> oh, right. uh, I wouldn't have been able to host it anyway. Like, it's one of you who <laughs> to do it. Like, so... Anyway, the hot topic we've got, um, yeah, that like I look, Watford changed their manager so many fucking times a season. So I'm assuming it's going to be the hawk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not going to go around the room then, Cal. You're just going <laughs> yeah, to fuck it. We don't even know. We've all decided already. With a 10 minute poll, we streamlined the hawk topic. We've got no voiceovers. Streamlining it at all. If you want to tell me who the, the Watford manager is, I'm all ears. Cisco. You know, they probably changed them already. Cisco. Cisco. Not the thong song. How can I was gonna say? I thought, you know, didn't think X that was I. It might be Chisco. I'm not sure. Uh, okay. X I S C O. Is it? It's it. not D R F C O. No, he played for Valencia, Betis. He played for a long time in La Liga, uh, and then so managing like you. If they're not using that as a chant, then uh, they're missing a trick. <laughs> but giving them ideas, man. Yeah, they need they need some help, don't they? Yeah, they do. So, Jay, if what's the crack? Are you going to go with uh, Cisco? I don't oof, you well, going to go with you know, I mean, do I go with a guy who I didn't even know was in charge <laughs> 30 seconds ago, or do I go with a guy who's well-established in the game? He's got a bit of yeah. hook. You know, not not some random thong person, you know. <laughs> yeah. can't, can't have that. Uh, unless he breaks that out at half time in the dressing room then <laughs> if he does that I'll change my opinion alright fair enough Gilly what about yourself um, I'm just I'm, I was just I was hoping you were going to give us a bit of a breakdown of your own because I was just trying to look up the managers that they've had recently because oh man the managerial history is, is just it's crazy it, genuinely it's got its it, not its own pages and you click onto it and that's the only uh, part of the article, but it's got on my on my big screen. It's got a full page <laughs> on the big screen, just of so managers that they've had. They've they've had <laughs> as many managers as we had, like loan players in the Chilino days. <laughs> I mean, maybe not quite that, but so uh, <laughs> Sanchez Flores left in 2016. Uh, Walter Mazzari it came in after that. Uh, Marco Silva came in after that. We're only up to 2018, so they've had three in two years already. Javi Gracia came in after Silva. Um, he got a lot of praise um, and then was sacked. Uh, Kike Sanchez Flores came in. Um, he was fired after getting beat uh, by Southampton. So he was brought in in the close season. Um, he was fired on the 1st of December, or the lost on the 1st of December. He was then fired. Nigel Pearson then took that on. 
Shakespeare is his assistant. He was sacked um, by July. Hayden Mullins brought in until the end of the season. And then <laughs> Cisco Munoz was brought in. So that is, I think I counted eight uh, since 2016. Is Are you telling us the Leeds manager Salino sacked there? Or are you telling us the ones at Watford have sat there? Because that reads like a very similar list. Any of them come back for a second bite of the cherry? Uh, I think Pearson had been there before, but not under the same ownership. Oh, no, no, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, he was there before. uh, And Kike Sanchez-Flores had been there before as well. Um, But... Um, so he left the club by mutual consent, but I think he'd got yeah, another job. Sucked. I don't. I know. I think he'd got another right, job, okay. and they allowed him to leave. Um, so yeah, yeah. He was in 2015. Kike Sanchez Flores started at the club. Um, he was then brought in, um, and then fired within five months. <laughs> so they brought right, him so back as as this returning well hero that had been there for two seasons. Lasted six months and he was gone as well. Jesus Christ. Wow. So has has that um just delving into the, the Watford managerial th- uh merry go round there, has that made your decision any clearer on who the fuck you're picking then? <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> point. <laughs> and just to echo Adam, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um quite short that question, man. <laughs> No, but I'd gone on a long time, so you know, yeah, I, I, I was, I, I, I was doing the heavy lifting. Um, I, I think it's going to be difficult uh, to, to to have a player that's never managed a, a, a senior level um, and played at Valencia at the start of his career and then never managed to play for a, a winning side again. Um, so you know, started on a high in his playing career. Uh, and, and and decreased over time, and then never had a high in his managerial career. Uh, to then try and um, put them against a, a, what, let's be honest, a Leeds United legend. Um, I think that you know wow. he's falling short for me. Right, Just okay. there. So, there could only ever be one winner. That's the it. Hawk. Well, like the the way you got to look at the hawk is he's he's innovative in many ways. Uh, he he brought the Leeds team to. To Italy, they played some pub side. He got their confidence up with a 40 nil win or something. 16, I think it was. 16, was it 16? <laughs> the guy's win. a visionary. Regardless, like the, the, the vision to see how to motivate a team uh, and then to just go, look, lads, you've earned that river. Just, just, that's so I take, I, <laughs> Get I'm going to take it. you to the river, lads. And uh, he, he brought them to the river and he put them in the water. And uh, so, yeah, for that that reason and that reason alone, I'm just going to pick the hook. Well, well, to know better, excited to announce a new partnership. Three Retro is the retro football shop. Three Retro was born from the love of the game, from historical nights from the cold terrace, and from the love of vintage shirts of a bygone era. Find the referral link and discount code in our social media accounts and in the comments and descriptions of our To Know Better podcast recordings for a 10% discount on the full range. Jay, somebody told me you're a big fan of Pipes. Oh, big, glad. Sorry, what? <laughs> Good to see you again, Pipes. <laughs> no idea. I was just going to say, in, in good news, um, the Blunts are losing. 2-0 to Middlesbrough, oh. so that's, uh, that's always good to see. Oh, but they're Paddy, losing Ma- to Paddy McNair. Yeah, we don't like Middlesbrough. Going. McNair? 
Yeah. What's he for? <laughs> wow. It must be as old as me. It's got to be. It's got to be as old as me. I'm just saying, um, it's thrown me that. So, so just, well, just one other thing. I just, I, 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 we, chose, we chose the hawk, and, and, yeah. and we needed to choose the hawk. But I'm just going to underline just why. Um, managers well, I mean, from Watford. Before you did the sponsor message, you know, while we were doing I'd not that seen this. The podcast. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd not seen this. I was coming away from the webpage <laughs> I had in front of me while I was reading out all of the managers that had. Clive Walker, Chris Cummings. Ian Walker, Sid Bidewell, Frank Yallop, Kenny Jacket, and Gareth Southgate. Jesus Managers Christ. from Watford can get in the bin. Is that what they've had over the last 20 years? No, that's who's come from Watford. Oh. So they can all get fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. fuck them. Kenny Jacket's a prick anyway. Yeah. He's big time. And he looks like one of them giant guinea pig fellas from South America. <laughs> what is it? Capybara. Capybara, yeah. Brilliant shit. So, anyway, we're going to carry on here and uh, just move on to the next game against Watford. Um, I, I, I'd like... I, I really hope we get a, a good result out of this one, but um, I do now. We've ripped piss off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the managerial merry-go-round. Um, but you know, what? What? How do you think we're going to line up, Jay? Do you think it'll be know. more or less the same? Uh, I think it depends who's back. I mean, Forshaw's not going to be back, is he, for a while? Because he's got a muscle tear or something. Um, Strike will be back, won't he? Yes, he will. That's his third game done at West Ham. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so um, I think he'll probably come back in. But who he comes back in for will be interesting to see. I think he'll probably come in for Creswell, but I would rather he come in for Cooper, obviously. Um, but I don't think we'll line up massively dissimilar to how we did against West Ham. To be fair, possible mm. changes being strike and possibly um, Harrison starting again. But I don't know who instead of it depends if Rafinha's back to full fitness or not. I guess. So I think there'll be a couple of changes, but nothing major. I think um, all being well, we'll, I'm going to say, maintain a bit of momentum, and a, but we lost. But you know what I mean, don't you? The way we're playing and stuff, hopefully, you know, that'll yeah. carry on if we keep most of the same guys in the team and we don't shake it up too much. And I don't think, despite the fact that we, we lost the game and I would, I've been saying, you know, no one's really excelled. I don't think anyone's done anything that wrong to deserve being replaced for this game. Right, that, that that would bring me on to my next thing. Then I'm going to throw it at the two of you, but I'm going to go to you first, Gilly. Even if Raf is fit, because it's Watford, do we not start Raf and start James and Harrison and then bring Raf no. on for the last 20? Half no. hour. Dan no. James is Dan, so now. Just, now that Jackie's had, to, um, you know, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, it's my opinion. I, I yeah. now that um, Jackie's had a half after the out, uh, after the spent out, I think, um, I think he'll start. And I think Jackie and Rath are clearly our choice wingers, and I think we're in a position where um, it, we'll start with the two of them, and Dan James will be our pat sub. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, Jay, what do you think, man? I think that if we went into that game thinking we can afford to rest people because it's Watford, then we've beaten ourselves already. 
I think we have to go in there all guns blazing and try and get a result. We need a win. I don't think we what can if, set the best. What if he is carrying a slight knock? Well, obviously that changes things, doesn't it? We, we need to make sure that we keep him fit long term. If it's better to leave him out of that game, then, you know, so be it. But if he's available, he's got to play for me. But that goes for every game. I just think he's yeah. one of our must-have players. That's that's kind of my my thinking behind it. Like if if he can be utilized and still be kept safe, even if he only plays half an hour, why not do that? If he is, if he's come off mm. because they were worried about a knock, then why just not give him the second half of a game or or the half hour? But why not start him? And if we take the lead, bring him off at half time rather than risk you have to start him. him. You have to I start him. If you've got a player that's carrying a knock. I, sorry, I I do think we should start them. I just think we should maybe just like because we don't want to lose him. We lose him, we're foobard. Like, oh, anyway, sorry, no, I, I get that, but but no, no, it's, it's all right. I think I've got a bit of a lag at the moment. Now, I, I think we're in a scenario where um, if if you're if you're playing a, a if you're trying to keep a player fit because um, you know that he's carrying a knock, it's a different perspective but if if what you're trying to do is bring somebody back in that's been out uh, or has been carrying the knock i think what you do is you start them because what what you really don't want to do is bring them on and then have to take them off again um yeah, so exactly. you try you try and get them you try and get a half out of them get the minutes in the legs and so on uh, i think the, the words that bielsa used were um Rafinha made it clear to the coaching staff that he was finding it difficult to maintain the challenge on the pitch. Um, so I think, but he'd been carrying a knock from Newcastle and they clearly marked him out uh, as, as, as their target. Uh, and yeah, they cleaned not. him out three or four times. So he was already carrying a knock. So either he's, he's going, look, the kicking shit out of me, I'll keep fighting him if you want me to keep fighting him and I'll keep fighting for the, the, the win. But they might injure me because I'm carrying something and he's been, mm. you know, He's been a bit more reflective uh, than maybe I gave him credit for saying that he'd play for anything. Um, mm. But the other side to that is maybe they slightly aggravated something and they did it just to look after him. Um, but I think you start a player in that scenario because, like I say, what you don't want to do is um, bring him off for a fit player. Uh, sorry, bring him on at half time or something for a fit player and then have to replace him again with another fit player and then you've taken two of your subs. Or worse still, you've made your subs and then he's injured and you're really screwed. Yeah, yeah. That's very true. So, uh, Pipes, Pipes is saying any combination of Jackie DJ and Raph on the wings. I think, you know, that's all we've got really, so it's going to be that. But, um, no, no, I, genuinely, I, 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 thought, and, I, thought, I thought DJ was our fourth best. Fourth, I, I, I thought Dan James was, was our fourth best winger on, on the day in the last game. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I thought Somerville came on and, and it did really well. Somerville looks um, quality. Yeah, I, I don't really get why we haven't got the oh Jimmy Jimmy chant going for him yet. Um, <laughs> because half because, the fan base is too young to know it as well as him. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, we still use it at cricket. Oh, Jimmy Jimmy. <laughs> um, so, but you know, he, he came on. He looked lively. He, he did more in the first. Two minutes of being on the pitch, and Dan James did it first half. Did more than Costa's done all season. Costa's not been playing for us all season. Not anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Then then you're just agreeing with him, aren't you? Exactly. (laughs) Try to be smart. Uh, Yeah, always. (laughs) Um, So, like, 
it's it's going to be a packed house again on Saturday. Um, I heard someone on the radio. I'm not going to say the radio station because I'm ashamed that I sometimes listen to it. But you know, you do and you do. And that's is it like it. reading the Sun and the Daily Mail rolled we, into we one? All it, it it's it's like someone pissing it. in your ears. Uh, um, we don't all do it. Get no, we don't all do. It, I don't. I don't read the Sun or anything like that. But anyway. Um, <laughs> they, 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 someone on that show. <laughs> you know, it's literally owned by them, don't you? It's, it you know, now, it's yeah. literally owned yeah, yeah. by them. It is the yeah. same thing. Yeah, but basically, um, I think it was that fucking knob cheese, Jamie O'Hara. Uh, basically, <laughs> said that he thought the fans were getting to the to to the Leeds players, and I think that's an absolute load of shite. I think they do try. They they thrive off it. Like. He's never said anything, right? Ever? No, he's a complete cockwomble. Like, but yeah, but that's on purpose. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. He's giving them lines on purpose. I don't know if it is with him. This is the other thing. He's a fucking. I don't think he could be that contrary on purpose. Oh, he could. You want to hear some of the shit he comes out with? No, not on purpose. No, he he could be (laughs) that contrary and that stupid by accident. I don't think he could do it on purpose so consistently. I think those lines are being given to him because he's too stupid to be that contrary on a regular <laughs> basis. Fucking hell. Anyway, that's that's what that's the line he uttered anyway. And I personally don't think it's an issue. I yeah. think you can see the difference when Click scores, the, the, the energy in his celebration when the crowd's there compared to what it was last year. Like when he got that goal against Burnley last year, and that mm. fucking piss poor celebration. If that was with a, an away section, you know he'd have been down the other end of the fucking pitch. Like you saw the limbs in the south stand on the yeah. pictures of Raf's goal. You know, I'll tell so... you something, right? If there'd been fans there when Pablo scored that goal at Swansea, they'd have been <laughs> oh, on the pitch. They'd have the been world would have ended. Imagine if we were there for City last year. There, the, yeah, in, there is no City. way that that's working Fuck against them. No way. No. It's not. And it's even not, people but, that say, oh, people having a go at Bamford, the ground is singing for him all fucking day. Yeah. Even when he's not playing. For everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, I, I just don't get where they're, they're talking absolute shit like that. And then they, we're, we're sitting there, we're like, well, it, it, it's clearly not affecting them. And when all. people going to the games, we know. Yeah. 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 And I, I haven't, I haven't. Like since we've been back, I haven't heard any crowds turn on any of the players. It's always been the no. offici- officiating. And the most negative think... I've heard was uh, when Tyler came on, you could hear a collective sigh. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't nastiness. Yeah, it wasn't nastiness. So, well, actually, that's the most negative thing I've heard is is um, one or two people when I were in the um, the North Upper booed the taking of the knee. And they were instantly drowned out by the by the uh, by the crowd cheering and clapping and stuff. Um, yeah, but when, when it comes when it comes to a player, the most negative thing I've experienced was at the weekend when Tyler came on for Rafinha, and it wasn't nastiness; it was just a. And you know that that wasn't all Tyler. Some of that was losing Raf as well. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. know how big a player he is for us, so you know losing a player um, of that stature in our in our side. That's that's that, genuinely that's the worst our crowd has been towards any yeah. player this season, and, and that's why that's I don't it. buy what he's saying at all. Like it's like event, and they're going to feed off that, and they're going to you know, especially on Saturday, like that. Like you've seen the comments from a few of the players now already. You know, mm. Rodrigo came out and said, "Look, we're we're very much focused uh, on on the win on Saturday," and even Click has come out and said that you know they know what they yeah. need to do, 
and and they do like they know exactly what they need to do and it's just executing it now at the end of the day it's a shame that pat bamford isn't there even though rodrigo did play very very well on saturday mm-hmm. um it's just a shame we we seem to lack something when pat's not in the side I, i'm not, like i'm not dissing rodrigo he played absolutely brilliant on on saturday but we just miss something when pat's not there i'm not sure i can't quite put my finger on it at the moment but we just oh. miss something I think it's a combination of the amount of ground he covers and the guys expecting Bamford to be there where they're playing the balls, which is mm-hmm. not necessarily the case when Rodrigo plays. He's not quite as fluent in the uh, in the attacking movements that we normally do as, as Bamford is, which is understandable mm-hmm. because he normally plays in a different position. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter earlier where uh, somebody, I think it was one of Phil Hayes' tweets where he, he's written a piece about uh, the the ground that Rod covered this time, actually, and how he worked as a false nine. Somebody replied and put, what on earth's a false nine? And I thought, bloody <laughs> hell, he is 70. Have you not watched City? Oh, seven. <laughs> oh, seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. FG, well, yeah. we we saw in the in the um uh what late two thousands um early twenty tens whatever we call them, uh, Barca do it to dynamite effect. Um, mm-hmm. But if if you've not seen that, then you know I, I, I guess um, I think that there's a there's a couple of ways to look at it. I think this sounds like it's to his detriment, but it's not, uh, or it's not intended that way. I think. Um, Rodrigo's movement is different to Pat. So Pat's hmm. our first line of defence, in effect. And I don't think Rodrigo kind of deploys in the same manner. Really, he's, uh, he's, 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 the runs that he's making are not in the defensive um, uh, shape. It's more about opening up space. I mean, his movement is, is dynamite. It's really yeah, clever yeah. movement. Um, so th- there's a couple of ways to look at it. First off, he's not where they expect Pat to be because he's a different yeah. player and he plays in a different way. Um, and the, the second element to that is, look at what Pat did in an England shirt. And he, Pat did exactly what he does in a lead shirt. He was where we expect him to be as fans. He was yeah. in the right positions. He was making the right runs and he wasn't getting the right passes and they weren't yeah. picking him out. Hmm. Rodrigo's kind of... So Pat's following in Kane's shadow, really, because they're used to playing with Kane as their number nine like him or not you know he's an efficient player he's not an exciting player I don't get excited when Kane's on the ball yeah he might score goals he does score goals he scores a lot of goals it's it's really strange that somebody that gets so many goals and assists I, I just I, he doesn't excite me as a player he's just efficient there's something yeah, workmanlike about him there is um, so uh, you know, the, the England side are used to playing with Pat uh, sorry used to playing with Kane and then Pat came in. They're not used to playing with him. They're not used to the runs he makes. They're not used to the way that he plays the game. They're not going to be. They're not played with him before on a regular basis. Rodrigo's the same. They've played with him on a regular basis. They're training with him. They're training with him a lot more than England have with, with Pat, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's but he's being deployed in that deeper role. He's being deployed in that ten role. So you've also got. And this is why I was saying before that. Um, when we were calling out for Joffy to get an opportunity in the cup games, he's absolutely not. Because while ever Pat's fit, he's playing in the league, and whenever Rodrigo's fit, uh, he's going to play in the cups. Because yeah. Bielsa's so keen on getting minutes in his legs in a nine role, but not just him doing the nine role. The players around him getting used to him, and that's mm. a big deal. And you can see the impact of that. Pat played yeah. well for England and didn't get the ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
You could that that game was just that that was a farce. All them players that were on the fringes the whole time, they were just trying to go for glory anyway. There was no yeah. there was no coercion. The Tyler did. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just a fucking waste of time that one for Pat. Like, but That's if it was a more meaningful game on a bigger, bigger, you know, stature country, like no offense to mm. whoever the fuck it was, um, <laughs> and or you know, it, yeah, uh, it, it probably would have made a blind, you know, a massive difference. He'd have been looking off, you know, he'd be looking over his shoulder from a ball from Calvin, like rather mm. than hoping that a deflected shot from the fucking sideline on the edge of the 18-yard box or something was going to fall his way, like, and that's all I'll that happened. You, if, if he'd played against them pesky Italians at Euros, could have been yeah, a different story. So. You never know. You <laughs> never know. So get over it, lads, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, look, enough about, we've kind of deviated from the talk of Watford there, like, so, but look, but uh, we, we'll go straight to the predictions for this week, Gilly, because let's be honest, I, I you know, Watford, fuck them. Um, <laughs> so, what what are you going with tonight, Gilly? Four-one leads. Pardon? You heard? Did I stutter? <laughs> four-one leads. But you don't look like Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's not gone four-one leads, and I'm glad I don't know about Jay. No, thank you. Yes, man. Likewise. <laughs> no, um, I, I I said earlier on. I think I think we're gonna. Um, uh, I, I said I thought we were gonna smash him. I really do think we're gonna smash him. Um, I think that um, we have got that momentum building now um, mm-hmm. to be a play against um, uh, West Ham aside in Europe in the way that we did. Um, I, I really think that we can carry that into the next game. Um, it, of course, it depends on the players that we get on the pitch. Uh, I don't think we'll have Pat. We could have Ailing. We will have Stroik. Um, I don't think we'll have Lorente and I don't think we'll have Cop, but um, we'll, we'll be in a position where if if Ailing plays, actually we've got Melier, we've got Cooper, we've got Strike, we've got Firpo, we've got Ailing. Hmm. That's enough for Watford. Yeah, that is enough for Watford. And if Rafinha plays, I'm confident in Farwell. Yeah, and like we do have the the likes of Dan James to come off the bench. Somerville is starting to make more of an appearance now. I know maybe injuries have probably put him there, but at the same time, he's he's done enough to to be on the bench and an option for us coming on. And yeah. you know, this is the thing. Like, I think it's it's going forward. It's it's all right. Like, uh, I think Jimmy could be as good as Saka with half a season of games under his belt. It's not a bad shout, you know. Mm-hmm. Further we go, yeah, any I don't disagree. It, it might be it might be a season and a half until Jimmy gets any kind of running the side because I think he is going to be a bit part player while uh while we you know we, we, we genuinely we, we we when everybody's fit we've got a bit of an embarrassment of riches and on in in the uh in the wide positions but uh yeah I don't disagree. I think he'll, yeah. he's gonna be a really good player. I think if I the do. further we go in the cup the more opportunities he he'll get. Yeah. And and that can only do him the world of good as well because it'll do him match day Premier League day good as well. Like you know so coming off the bench. Like, the further we go into the Cups, the bigger the team we're going to be playing. And it's just going 100%. to do his confidence and everything the world are good. Like, so, long may I continue, yeah. Uh, yeah so, so, Jay, what, what do you think, man? What's your prediction I, there for Gilly? I think it's going to be 3-0 leads. I think if we carry on the way we've played recently, last half hour against West Ham aside, I think we'll be too much for them. I don't think they'll be able to live with us. I think they've had a good start, but I think if we play the way we can play, we'd be far too strong for them. The danger is that we get into that game 
worried about losing because it's a relegation rival as things stand currently. Um, <laughs> I will just add that caveat. Um, you know, so the players need to make sure they're not inside their own heads. They need to go out there and, and just play the natural game because we should be able to completely overwhelm that side if we play as we can. That's what I'm looking for. Good, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to year two predictions there, and I'm fucking, de- I, I, I'm very worried about what kind of scoreline I'm going to get stuck with. If that's the kind of stuff that, uh, has come out between the two. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there, is, there is a way for you to deal with that, Carl. Yeah, there is. No, you can make your own decisions in this life, Carl. No, not with that. I told you, lads. I didn't. Well, like, just, I, like, just, I, I could have got Italy right at sixteen to one before the tournament, and I didn't bother my arse, and look what happened. So that's how much. Well, that's your own fault. What happened? While we are here, though, and while Pipes is commenting, uh, we do want a, a fan each week, and the fans are in second place in the league. Um, so if you, if you're quick, fella, you'll um, or lady, uh, you'll get an opportunity. <laughs> so, uh, 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 or anybody else, the, the fastest fingers first, um, bang a prediction in the uh, in the chat, and uh, we'll capture that as part of the fans' prediction for this week. Yeah, I've heard that about you. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, you, we should just start getting Fat Boy to pick for you, Carl, instead. Could do it like the, that uh, octopus at the jar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll put some, right we'll down put some options the scores and just get Fat Boy to pick one. Put a treat on each one and see which one he picks. He's here as well, like so. I could probably do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I think that's it for uh, tonight, lads. Um, have we entered out to cover Gilly? Is there entered out Just a couple of it? things, yeah. yeah. Um, so there's there's a competition just um, coming to its uh, conclusion. So uh, get on the socials and um, like, follow, retweet, whatever it is that you've got to do in there um, for that one. That is for a signed book of And It Was Beautiful from Phil Hay. Um, we've then got um, a couple more competitions following uh, straight on its coattails. So uh, keep a, keep an eye out for them. Um, I believe we'll have an in off the var in a, a very after Watford. Uh, oh, there we go. Have... There we go. Uh, Hang on, pipes is piped up. Right, everyone <laughs> leads. There we go. All nice right, one. So... Thank you very much. We've captured that one. Uh, you said, yeah. So, um, sorry, Carl, you were saying. Sorry, yeah. Uh, in off the var will probably come uh, next Monday after the Watford game. So we'll cover West Ham and we'll cover Watford with uh, Jimmy the ref. And uh, I can't wait to hear his opinion on. How Antonio stayed on the pitch. So do you know what? He'll probably flummox us all and say, "Do you know what? It's, it's just a yellow card." At risk of going off on a tangent at the end, there. Uh, never seen somebody lead with an elbow like that and walk away no, from it. No, that's the thing. But then you've other pundits justifying that he was looking at the ball. I was like, "Fuck off." Well, uh, well, we'll nah. wait and see what Jimmy says because he knows better than all of us. So, well, this is the other side of the coin. Yeah. Uh, so. so- just to make sure I've got it right, so I've gone four one leads. Jay, you've gone three nil leads, haven't you? I wrote three yeah. one. You've gone three nil. Very nearly went three one. Very nearly, but I'm, I'm sticking. Wrote with three, three one. one. Uh, I've written Carl Pussy, and I've written fans <laughs> pipes nineteen seventy five three one leads. <laughs> and on that fucking note, <laughs> it was very nice to see you both talk again, boys. And uh, look, we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you for a pint on uh, Saturday. Uh, before Absolutely. or after a Watford game. Gilly, you uh, better come yeah. say hello this time instead of hiding with all others. Actually, I were, I actually, were in the peacock I, too. I, I missed the exchange uh, and therefore don't have a ticket for this weekend. It'll be the first home game this season. Oh, well, did you, did you see that? 
Did you see that there's some available? Bastard. Did you see that there's some available that I posted in the chat earlier? I didn't because I've been busy working. <laughs> oh, you idiot. Let me just let me just bring this up. Additional tickets. Well, well shut up. Don't tell anybody. Any, for anyway, anyway, this <laughs> People are gonna know, Gilly. It's on Twitter. Hey, look, anyway, in the chat, will you? Anyway, um, I'll, 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 I'll see you in the group chat. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoNoBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.